0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Toon Review. Uh, where tonight it is, of course, the transfer show stroke match review. Uh, looking back on the performance against uh well, mines the defeat. Uh, it ended in a defeat. But it is only pre-season, guys, and there's certainly no reason to get in a in a blind panic like uh some certain supporters have. Um I had comments on my uh Comments on the match report today saying that uh, you know they wanted Eddie Howe out and things like that, which I find absolutely staggering, um, to say the least. But that that's how people that's people's opinions now, and that's the way it works. And uh, I guess that's what we just have to have to put up with now. Uh it's it's just the way things are. Uh people are gonna have their say on Newcastle United, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and uh I don't know, it's just the it's just the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, Alex, what what, what what's your your views of the performance?
1: Um, I mean, there were positives. To be fair, a lot of people seem to have mixed opinions about certain things. Like with uh, some people seem to think Trippy did okay. I I don't think he did very well. Uh, some people didn't think Dummett did very well. I thought he did all right considering the circumstances. It yeah. was very very mixed. But you know, I I've just said to you, you know, before we started that. We could have just played our strongest eleven and beat them, yeah. but we didn't. We started, you know, we tried to mix things up a little bit and it showed because we were very strong, uh, like uh, the defensive line in the midfield. We had total control. And we didn't quite have enough oomph up front. And then the second half, we brought on our big hitters up front, but then we lost a lot of control further back in the pitch. And it we was just did. an experiment, yeah. you know. It's um, I wouldn't read too much into it.
0: Uh, Billy, what was your thoughts? I mean, uh, obviously, Chris Wood, uh, you know, he'll get talked about simply because it's it's Chris Wood. Um, and, you know, he, he, he just, he had opportunities in that first half to to bag a goal and maybe do his confidence the world of good, but it didn't work out that way.
2: Yeah, actually, I thought we should have had two. Um, mm. It seems like the ball is an enemy to him. He's got absolutely no way of controlling it in any shape, way or form. He didn't know which foot to kick the ball with. He didn't know where to run to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ball just doesn't stick to him at all. And he's we're kind of playing with 10 men in a side, forcing to say. Um, and I thought there was very some, some very positive signs, for two-thirds mm-hmm. of the pitch. Just that final third, uh, yeah. I thought it was really good stuff. and It's all about getting yards in your legs and minutes in your legs and getting yourself ready for the beginning of the season. And I thought the press we showed today for 60 minutes with the, the first lot we had on was absolutely awesome to last 60 minutes, um, again, compared to what we had last season.
0: Yeah, I think the I think the, the the press was brilliant. I mean, it was great to see. Mines didn't expect it, to be honest. As soon as we started, you know, they tried to pass the ball out from the back every time their keeper got it, and we were over them like a rush, um, which was great to see. Um, but again, Alex, it, it comes to the point that you were making the other day is just you'd like to see Callum Wilson, Maxi, Matty Target playing with, you know, the the, the starting lineup. Really, today uh, it would have been good to see them.
1: Yeah, it, it is a little bit odd because um, we we all know that Maxi thrives when he's got Joe Linton sort of that floats out left. It, it gives him a bit more support, um, and it yeah, it's it was odd. It was odd. I don't know why it was broken up in that in that regard. Um, right. Equally, I, I'm unsure why Dubravka got ninety. I thought I, I assumed they were gonna, you know, give give both goalkeepers a try. Yeah, Paul um, did come on, Med. Did he did he come on? Yeah, when did, yeah, did he, 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 he come on? on yeah,
0: 60, 60 odd minutes, same as the others.
1: Oh, oh dear. Well, if he you, came on a little you, bit you, earlier, you, then we wouldn't have um we wouldn't have conceded, I don't think. Um, yeah,
0: I think you've so, just had a a, a,
1: a, a, a slight there. Hand, hands up, I completely missed that sub. I was I didn't see him come him on by the it. way.
0: I just, I just saw him touch the ball in the second half. Uh that's when I knew he was on the pitch. Um Zeeshan, thank you very much for your 899 super chat. This is evening, guys. I'm not panicking, but it's clear we need a right winger at the RB, Anyone? Uh, I think 50 million is a fair price. I think they should offer 40 million and then maybe 10 million in add ons. Um, we'll go through some comments here. Spiders is some food for thought, uh, and a lot of soul searching for Eddie Anderson looked very impressive, but at the end of the day, onward and upward boys and Eddie, we believe in, uh, a player like Corny would vastly improve us today. And he's available for 17 million. Uh, some good deals out there. Don't understand why we are not making moves for them. Um, We've just had a £10 super chat from Ian Fleming. Thanks very much, Ian. Uh, really appreciate that, buddy. He says, I think it was a decent performance, just lacking a bit of quality in the final third. Hmm. Uh, Nikki says, uh, good evening, all. I hope everyone is managing to cope with the heat. The tune game today clearly showed we still need improving both on and off the field as we are far from the finished article. Uh, Jules, uh, good evening, all. Let's have a friendly debate. Click the like button, subscribe to Tune Review. Indeed, Cesare reiterating just what Julie said there. Um... Good evening to Gary. I hope you're well, mate. Uh, Dark by Design is not impressed today. Uh, Someone needs to get our players some new boots. I lost count of how many times they slipped over. Ridiculous. Even a simple walk out of defence. Dan Byrne fell over uh, on the ball while hardly moving. I think that had more to do with the pitch today. Um, I don't think the pitch was in great condition. Uh, I think it had been heavily watered, but it was also uh, very slippy for for both sets of players out there today, Um, which which is why we saw so many fall over. Uh, Simon says, Richie and Dummett both lacking pace and attacking prowess at left back. Just hope Lewis is back soon to cover target. Um Matt Ritchie, for me, I mean, you know, it, they nearly scored in the second half through a mistake by Richie, just letting them basically walk straight straight in. Um, and, I, I, you know, he's not a left back anyway, and he never will be. Uh, Dummett lasted 20 minutes and we gave him another year. Yeah, Dummett went off. Um I haven't heard anything about what the injury is. I don't know whether you used to have heard anything, but um, it's not it an injury. He strange.
1: went. He went off after thirty minutes. Yeah, all three I've... left backs got half an hour. It yeah, was planned. That. You know, and he played thirty. He didn't play twenty. Yeah, he, so. cer-
0: he certainly didn't limp off the pitch, did he? He wasn't. He wasn't limping or anything like that. So, uh, Dark by design says, and that's the last I'm going to say. I'm raging about Wooden Murphy. Absolute rubbish. Um, good evening, Tom. Uh, hope you're well. Good evening, Carl. Uh Tom says, Hope we get some exciting news in the attacking part of our lineup has looked short today. Uh, Zapata, 21 million, Corney 17 and a half, and Dennis 20 million. Vastly improve us and players we could get. Um, good evening, Yano. Uh, Jules Cesari at The press were made aware ahead of the game that he was only going to play well 20 to 30 minutes as part of a phased return. Uh, good evening, P Lor Keith. Hope you're well. Stu to you as well. Uh I did not get to watch the game, says P. O'Keefe. Uh, are we lacking a decent striker, a creative player, or too early to say? Um, Billy, I don't know about you, but the creative player-wise, uh, Elliot Anderson is really, really pushing to be in this squad this season. And he was outstanding today.
2: Yeah, he's got a bit of the old Gazza by him, hasn't he? Mm. Um, the way he's performed in the previous two games, there's no well below i him out this year. I'll be giving him minutes for us um, and... That to say, but is he pushing for a start, maybe? Because he, he has got a little bit of intelligence and genius about him. I don't know, maybe off the bench, but yeah, I'll be keeping him in the squad. I wouldn't be learning him
0: out, definitely not. The lad's got yeah. it, definitely, you can tell. Yeah, I agree. Up um, the air once says even an all. Great commentary again today, Paul. Disappoint result, but hopefully Eddie uh, saw what we all saw and uh, what we need and don't need. Uh, Alex, what was your impressions
1: of uh Elliot? Yeah, yeah, very good. I mean, he's been used as a high eight, which is interesting. Obviously, for, for Rovers, he played as a 10 and 8. He played yeah. out on the left. Um, I think he benefited a little bit from um, uh, Maxi being on the left because they were... Poor guy. He had three people on him instantly whenever he got near the ball. Um, he well and then out, wasn't he? He, he ran into traffic a few times, which mm-hmm. is annoying. But then he what, what he started to do later on, I don't know if you noticed, is he would just... He would draw the players in and just give it to Elliot Anderson, who would then drive into this huge space that was left open because they'd all swarmed Maxi, and it worked really nicely actually. Yeah, and we just we just lacked a little bit more. We needed Murphy to be a bit more awake on the opposite side because that had the potential to be a nice little you know everybody crowds Maxi, give it to Anderson, rotate round Shelby. It just didn't work. Murphy was Murphy was asleep, um, but Anderson did well, uh, and he's definitely playing better than Murphy. He he gives us a different option. He wouldn't take up a, a slot in the twenty-five. So yep, yep. I, I I don't see how we don't keep him at this rate. You've got to keep him, surely.
0: He looks very composed on the ball, doesn't he? Um there was a few times he, he sort of got the ball and he, he made runs, he held players off. Uh, he won it's the ball that.
1: back. It's what holding players off. What yeah. yeah. But when we when we looked at him for his time at Bristol Rovers, we we I, I made an effort to point out that he was winning all of his du- he was winning a lot of duels. Yeah. So for somebody his age, I know it's League Two, but um, you know players in League Two that mm-hmm. the men in League Two are still men. They're still the same size as the people in the Premier League. They're still strong. So mm-hmm. he, he's um, and he's starting to show that in our first team in against harder opposition. So the 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 parts of your game where you'd need to step up as a youngster, such as the physicality and stuff, he seems fine with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's po- very
0: positive. Uh, David said, Paul's commentary today made the match more enjoyable, uh, even with a loss. Thank you very much. Um, Imagine being six foot five inch in this weather, even closer to the sun. Yeah, I stayed indoors. Uh, Simon says, the team that start the first half today will be the 11 versus Forest, except for Wilson, Maxey and Target. In for Fraser, Dummett, and Wood.
1: I agree with that,
0: 100%. Well, I'm still not sure. The I think Pope will be in goal. Oh, I really oh, yeah, and that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree do. with that as well.
1: I forgot about that. I keep forgetting uh, about Pope.
0: Yeah. troll uh, says, who wants cells Murphy and Richie to start every game? We're getting mullered. Absolutely mullered. I mean, LaCell's even tackled Willock at one stage today, which was just uh, just incredible. I mean, uh, just amazing. Uh, desperate for somebody who can bang in 30-plus goals a season. We've got one, in Callum Wilson, but he needs the right service. And quite frankly, some of the, the crossing today was... was Nigh on dreadful. Uh, we didn't sort of pick out any strikers um, at all in that second half, especially. Uh, Tom says for me today's em- today today emphasises that a striker must be the priority. Lots of nice work, but no end product up front. Uh, Wood is as good up front as the commentator was on the mic. Uh, look, it, I think we all know Chris Wood is is, is just not good enough. Um, but you know we can we can. We can say that till the cows come home, you know, and, you know, th- that's just a fact that he's not good enough uh, and he's never going to be. I mean, people were commenting on my, um, you know, on the, on the video after the match, just saying that, you know, Chris Wood may come good. Look what he's done with Joe Linton. Look what he's done with Emil Kraft. Chris Wood's past that. He's not going to improve. He is what he is. Uh, and if, if he is the backup for Callum Wilson this season, I think we're in big trouble if Callum Wilson gets injured. It's as simple as that, uh, you know. That's just my view. Uh, Andy says the ref was poor today. The Mines player wasn't even a yard away from Trippier. Yeah, the, the listen. The goal was a poor goal to concede. It was, it was shocking to be honest. I mean, Billy, did, did you think that maybe Dubravka could have come for that when the ball was played
2: through? Yeah, he should obviously been way more alert. But originally, the, the the error of Trippier was was mad for England yeah. international to give the it. Kind of okay. The referee should have blew up because the bloke wasn't t- ten yards away and mm-hmm. wasn't re- wasn't retreating. But you don't you don't give the chance for the referee to not make that decision. In my opinion, you don't take the free kick when the bloke stood in front of you. Yeah, it was daft. It was really daft. Absolutely. Um, so Trippi was mainly at fault for me, but Dubrovka's concentration and alertness to so kind of not watch what was going on, and he should have been out and he could have got that, but it wasn't to be. Unfortunately. I mean,
0: about you guys, I thought Trippi was poor today. Uh, he gave the ball yeah. away on numerous occasions. Just didn't look like himself at all. Um now, I'm not obviously I'm not panicking because I know that the quality of the trip he's got, he just had an off day today. Um, you know, he was for some reason just all over the shop. Uh, did, did some good things, but also did some poor things, and uh, that's just the way it goes with uh, with he friends, he's like
2: 32. This. I mean, he is, he's not a young chicken anymore, uh, not it's not beyond the realms of possibility. It's, is he over the top? I know that's a bit panic mongering, but you know, no, dear. But no, at
0: least we've got a decent decent backup because I thought Kraft was outstanding when he came on. Craft was brilliant when he came on. Uh absolutely superb. Again, uh he, he's really che- he's really turned the corner, Emil Craft, And it's it, it's great to see in a way. Uh Barry Leng, thank you for your five pound super chat. Uh Wood was a panic buy. Let's hope it's the last. 40 million, including wages. What a waste. Uh 25 million down the drain that we'll never get back. Uh David said Matt has had comment get rid of Amanda and Jamie. Stupid, probably Macum's. Yeah. Look, if any Newcastle, they're not Newcastle fans if they said something like that. Absolutely no way in hell. Uh Foxy says, How out? I knew it would take one preseason defeat for delusion to start. Ridiculous. Exactly, mate. And uh, you know, I did put under the comment that I thought it was talking absolute garbage. I, I I just I cannot believe you know somebody would actually come out with a comment like that saying, Oh, you know, and then to suggest Pochettino. I mean, what, what what's Pochettino won? Some somebody tell me because you know, he's won nothing. You know, I, I mean, yes, he's won the French league with PSG, but that's not exactly a challenge, is it? Uh, just madness, man. Geordie um, man says, I hate friendlies. Win one and we're going to win the league, lose one and it's doom and gloom. I think people today, Alex, forgot that we were playing a Bundesliga side rather than a League One German side this time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's case in point the fact that we we had the same sort of problem in the first half on Friday against 1860. We, we were rubbish in the first half against them. Uh, and we had to bring on our quality to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas the, the problem was with this match is we brought on a little bit of quality and then we took off Bruno, we took mm-hmm. off Joe Linton, we, we took off so much talent um, and we were trying to chase the game with, you know, because we were trying to do, I'd rather be chasing the game with Miggy than with Murphy. Um, and that's proven because we did fine when it was, when it was the reverse situation the other day. I understand that the opponents were different, but um it'll all be for a reason. It'll, it'll all be for the coaching staff to try different things, to rule out players, to include players. Yeah. Um I don't think, I wouldn't, for anybody who's unsure, I this is just my opinion. He's not, testing that as like a plan or a starting lineup like there's none of that he's mm. just trying different things um depending on that the probably all the lads are at different levels of fitness they're all monitored there are different stages that's why some people are getting 30 minutes some are getting 45 some are getting uh some are getting 60 it, it really just depends like i wouldn't get too crazy about it um it's it's really not a problem. I it's 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 about ramping up for these harder fixtures now. So when we get to probably when we finish which one's the second match? Bilbao's the Saturday, isn't it? Yeah. After the final whistle against Bilbao, then we can start talking a bit more in sort of concluding. Um, you know, you've got to wait till these guys um have have had a bit of a preseason. And let's not forget, mine's um I think mines are starting the, the league soon, aren't they? I think this. Yeah,
0: I made a comment of that in commentary. I thought that the Bundesliga starts a little bit earlier than the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the, all the leagues are starting around mm-hmm. the same time, so but that, I think every yeah. week ahead or something. So they've like that. ramped
1: up towards the end of their preseason. Yeah. Um, and I thought, all, all things considered, the intensity we showed in the first half, considering mm-hmm. we've only just started our preseason, it's yeah. fine. We've just got to get our best 11 on the pitch. The problem is, is when, our, is when certain individuals. From our best eleven get injured. That's our current problem. Um, We could do obviously do with another somebody better than Miggy to be the starting right wing. That's that's the most important.
0: I mean, I'm I'm just really inspired by uh, Elliot Anderson. Me, I I just think for what he's done in the not so much the the first game. He was he was in and out of the 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 Munich game, but today just his his drive, his determination, um, just a solid solid player. who I think can do a job in a number 10 role quite easily. Um, You know, it's the composure he showed when he was on the ball. He wasn't afraid to hit a shot, albeit it went straight to the keeper, but he wasn't afraid to do it. Um, And, you know, I just thought he was outstanding and a really, really exciting prospect. Uh, And he says, genuinely, a striker would do you a world of good. Callum Wilson can't particularly be trusted with his injury record. Uh, even with how much you want to believe otherwise, Anderson is good but needs a loan. I'm not necessarily agreeing with that, Annie. I don't think he needs a loan. I think he's ready. Um, but, you know, we don't see behind the scenes, I guess. We don't see him training every day. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see what Eddie decides. Now, I did make a promise many, many moons ago uh, that um, I would, and I took some flack for it, that I hadn't tasted this. And um, tonight, I have a bottle of it. It has been stored in the fridge all day. It is freezing cold. And I'm now going to open it and have a taste. For the first time in my life, I'm going to taste Newcastle brown ale. Now, Billy, being a connoisseur of brown ale, what am I to expect when I take my first taste?
2: Oh, it's just very smooth. It's very smooth. It's cold. As soon as it hits back your throat, you'll like it. It's beautiful.
0: Right. Okay, well, I am going to open it with the Tune Review bottle opener. Uh, just plug it there. and Let's just see how well it opens the bottle. Oh, magnificently. Bottle open. Cheers, guys. Cheers.
1: Looks thirsty.
2: Close. That's going down well.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh <laughs> wow. Uh, nice, isn't it? That hit the spot. Uh how have I never tasted this before? Oh you have now. Wow. Okay. There you go. Uh it's bloody nice. Uh I think I'll be drinking that from now on. That's 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 good shit. Good shit. Um Carlos says he's just had a siesta. Um and says, just thought the ref was terrible, and they kicked our players and got away with it. Uh, did you see how many fouls they did on us? Also, we should have had the free kick brought back uh, when they scored a goal. They should have. Sorry, yeah, just been distracted you, again by another Susan text.
2: They should have, but you don't give the referee the chance not to make that decision, do you? It was daft to trippy to do that, to be honest. Do
0: you think it was a league game though? You would have pulled it back.
1: No, certainly, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. He would he would have done a lot more if it was a league game.
2: Yeah. I, mean, I, I was
1: complaining in the comments about that in the in the watch along. Mm. He um he ruined the last half an hour, completely ruined it. So there was maybe maybe 10, 12 fouls in the in, in the last 20 to 30 minutes that mm. they were just too aggressive and there needed to be more bookings. He was he wasn't taking care of player safety. The game would the, the game had just gone to bits. Um and it's ridiculous I mean, there was, because there, there, there mind, was one on I know, that. i don't know where it yeah, he saw in the second half the ball had in
0: gone.
1: Two. oh it was sickening. But, but it makes no sense because minds don't benefit from that because no. they will be punished for that in league games so that doesn't help them practice see out games and see out a 1-0 lead because they can't mm-hmm. actually do that in a real league game because they will yeah. get caned for it mm-hmm. and then it doesn't help us uh because again that won't that Wouldn't happen against us in a real league game either because the, the fouls would actually get called a bit more and they would get accumulated yellow cards and there would the ref would you know so it it, it kind of destroyed that's the whole point in the friendlies you want to try and learn and mines didn't get to learn much about them how how they can act defensively and we didn't you know it, it was a bit silly the officiating was extremely poor in that second half it was awful
0: yeah i agree uh another five pound from barry barry lang thank you very much barry uh, I was really impressed with Elliot Anderson. They've got to keep him in the squad. Uh, loved your commentary, Paul. Thank you very much. How's my sound coming through?
2: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Go
0: on. Okay. Uh, and he says, uh, those are just my thoughts from an outside perspective. Reminder that I'm not a Newcastle fan, just a friend. Oh, bless him. Uh, Kenneth says, I'm sorry, guys, but Matt Ritchie is not a fullback. He's a left winger. Um, yeah. He's a right it- midfielder he shouldn't be anything. Well, technically, days. yeah, he shouldn't. He's not a Premier League player anymore for me, but, you know, he's, he's obviously... The one thing that worries me about Eddie Howe, right, is, and I don't know how you guys feel, but I, I just think, you know, the, the comments he made about Lacelle's earlier yesterday, and obviously I did a video on that earlier on, yeah. I do not think Jamal Lacelle should be captain, no matter what he's like behind the scenes, right? If you're captain is not guaranteed to be in the starting lineup most of that season you should not be captain of that football club because a captain leads by example on the pitch as well you can talk about him being you know a leader off the pitch but on the pitch but we're lucky in a way because we've got other leaders on the pitch as well. You know the likes of Trippier, Callum Wilson, Shelby to a uh, to a point, uh, Bruno to another point. You know players who Fabian Share. You know all good experienced players who who will lead on the pitch. You know whether they've got the armband or not. Uh, but for me, it sends out the wrong message. I just think sometimes we need to see a bit of ruthlessness. You know we, we, players have got by the last few years. You know under under the previous regime with it with. Everything's been easy for them, you know. There's been no cutthroat um, decisions made and things like that. And I just think this, this was the perfect time to tell Jamal. You know, unfortunately, we're, we're changing. We're changing the skipper. It's going to somebody else, but we expect you to fully support it as a Newcastle United football player. I just think sometimes it needs to be a bit more cutthroat. I don't know what you guys think.
2: I mean, I was be honest, I was a bit surprised by it all, but. We don't know the influence that Jamal has in the dressing room, do we? Well, I'm guessing it's 100% down to that because, as you would say, he's our fourth choice centre-half at best. Yeah, Hardly going hardly to play. Um, a bit like Mark Noble was at West Ham last year. He's you know, getting minutes here and there, sympathy minutes if you like. I'm not sure. but He must have just a massive influence within the dressing room that Eddie thinks it's worth it to give the club captaincy. It's um, mm-hmm.
0: a strange one. Kilklein was the same, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Kevin Keane gave Yeah, it happened one with, with Klein as well. Yeah. Uh Jay Clough Jr., thank you for your four band 49. Uh there's no comment there, but thank you very much for your donation to the channel. Really appreciate that, mate. Alex, what are your thoughts on it?
1: Um, I mean, I'm less bothered by it. I, I'm funny when it comes to captains. <laughs> I I infamously, I don't think, you know, obviously Shearer was one of our most famous captains, or one of the most famous captains in English football. Well, I don't think strikers should be captains. I think captains need to be further back on the pitch to see mm-hmm. the picture. Um, I don't think goalkeepers should be captains either. I think I think it needs to be somewhere in defence or in the, the central midfield. But that's by the way. Uh, I, to be honest, I I don't care. I'm not as bothered by it because I think he's not going to play that many minutes. We have the leaders on the pitch anyway. I think it's to keep the harmony in the dressing room. I'm not as fussed. I would much prefer the focus was was on him actually trying to improve as a footballer. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um,
0: I just... Uh, you know, th- there's there's two sides to the coin on this, obviously. There's, you know, like I've just said before, um, players who are experienced on that pitch that I named before. I think, you know, we've got various captains on the pitch and th- their experience will come in massively. Um, so, it, in a way, it doesn't really matter. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes... I'd just like to see he's not good enough, simple as that I mean, do you if, remember
2: before if... the January transfer window we were crying out for a leader on the pitch. We didn't have any, mm-hmm. um, and now we've got about four or five and it yeah. seems okay that our, our captain isn't going to play. That's how far we've come, I guess.
0: Yeah, um I also want to talk about Joe Willick um now he missed when uh, Emil Kraft pulled the ball back for him. um very wispy shot again, no conviction. You know, he took his goal the other day really well, really a lot of conviction in that. And then he goes and does that the day, um, which, you know, Willick's one of these players that is is certainly in and out. I mean, what what sort of season do you think he's going to have, Alex?
1: It's very difficult to say. Um, he's very hot cold as a player. He can he can be rubbish for fifteen minutes. And then for the next five, it'll give you three marauding runs and a few mm-hmm. shots on target, and he'll be incredible. And then it will go back to anonymous, not challenging for the ball, and it's it's bizarre. It's it's very it's very odd. Um, uh, the, again, well, he's the sort of player that thrives on fitness, on energy, on driving runs, on sort of late game. So um, I'll try not to give too much sort of a, of an opinion on him until we, we've given him. Giving him the time for preseason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it still is a little hot and cold at the moment. So hopefully that, that sorts itself out. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Yano says Anderson outstanding, really. What did he do? Bruno was outstanding. Uh Yano, I suggest you go and watch that second half again, mate. Uh to be honest, he was he was outstanding. Uh some of the things he did with the football, I think you need to take a close look at how he played. Um, actually study him because I watched him very closely and he was he was outstanding. Uh, Robert says, uh, with Maxi cutting in, Fraser Murphy lacking, and Miggy Moore at 10, uh, should we gear towards formations without wingers? <sighs> it's a good point. If we don't bring anybody else in at right wing, uh, you know, does he need to look at a, another formation? Just talking on the on Bruno, by the way, uh, yes, Bruno was magnificent today yet again. Uh, did did you see that move in the first half where uh, he spun that midfielder as if he wasn't there? Kind of nutmegged him uh, and... and Almost got a lovely through ball through for Chris Wood. I mean, absolutely, just the guy is just a genius with the football. It's as simple as that.
2: Just he has everything, as I've said it a million times before anything you want from a midfield player, he's got every single quality. And as I said before, most world class midfielders have two or three, yeah, he's got all of them, which is amazing. Hmm. Not just Interesting. that often.
0: Interesting question from Simon. He says, uh, here's a choice, uh, Anderson or Longstaff in midfield. Which one would you pick first?
1: Hmm. Alex? Very different players. Yeah, oh yeah. Very, very different players. Longstaff was <clears throat> was fairly good at certain things today. Hmm. Um, he was very sharp with his passing, his movement, moving into space. He, he seems to be improving a lot in terms of like his positionally aware, positional awareness. He's getting a bit more intelligent. He's, he looks like he's learning football. He looks like he's learning a lot. Um, you know, is coming back in defence. He was dropping next to centre He was doing a lot. Um, he just failed a little bit more um, creatively. His through balls and the link ups further up the pitch weren't weren't clicking at all today, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's difficult to compare them because Longstaff plays on the right and is a very different player to Anderson, who was sort of playing as a sort of a high eight but a winger driving runs. They're very very different players very, very different. And we don't have to choose between one or the other because Anderson doesn't take up a squad slot, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, uh, Broja looks like he's heading to West Ham. Um, that looks all done and dusted, pretty much. Um, I thought it was Trippier's fault for the goal. It was a dreadful free kick. Passed the ball quite badly at times. He, uh, he was he had an off day today. Uh, Dubravka should have been off his line. I think I made a, a sort of post. Uh, well, I made a comment during the during the match during the watch along that I thought, you know, Nick Pope probably would have come out for that because Nick Pope would have been way off his line because he's a sweeper keeper. Um, that's what Nick Pope is very good at. Is is um, if you watch him, he's very good at studying the game and, and any balls that are played long, he's out in a flash. And I think he would have been aware of that situation. Dubravka is not a sweeper-keeper. Therefore, he is, is more of a stay-back, if you like, and he doesn't commit himself too much to going outside the box. Um, you, very rarely will you see Dubravka do that. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's it's different styles for different keepers. Um, but, look, at the end of the day, we shouldn't have lost the ball in the position we did. Uh, it put us in trouble straight away. Uh, and, of course, how many times did we say that Uh last season. Uh, Jules says, I just realized new headphones, Paul. Yes, I got rid of the Manchester United colours. I was sick of the abuse I was getting from Alex. So uh, I've gone to practically black and white. I mean the black and grey, but you know what I mean. They're very comfortable on the uh, earlobes though. Um, So yeah. Uh, Jamie says, uh, you think during the uh, Atalanta game, we could strike talks with Zapata? I've had this thought for a while now. You never know. You never know. You never know. Uh, I like coffee says, uh, mine's had two blocked shots in the second half too, after a brilliant low cross. Yeah. Well, that's the one that Richie should have done a lot better with in fairness. Um, but look, Butman got in the way of the first one. Cher got in the way of the second one. Absolutely brilliant defending. Uh, so yeah, um, really, really pleased with the way they played again today, to be honest. And I, I have a feeling guys, you know, he's, he's played them the first two games together. I think that's our centre back starting lineup for Forrest. I really do. I think he goes with Botman and
1: Share. Yeah, I tell you, what, I know everybody loves Dan Burn. I love Dan Burn, but there is a difference when you when you watch Botman play left sided centre back, and when you watch Burn, there is a difference. Yeah, you you can see there's a step up in quality with Botman with the passing range. Uh, it, granted, Burn might have a little bit more experience and awareness for certain situations, but um, there is just a little bit more quality there with the playing out from the back, the long passing. And he, he actually steps up into midfield a couple of times and n- nicked, the ball with interceptions. I mean, he's um, very, very talented. So. Shah yeah. did that. They both did that. And they're both
0: very good at that by the looks of yeah. it. Reading the game, reading when to step up. Um, and sometimes Dan Byrne does read it, but when he steps up, he's, he's not quite quick enough and I commits mean, a foul.
1: Excellent backup. Like to yeah. have somebody oh, well, like would, him absolutely. Not starting is, is tremendous. Very, very good.
0: Yeah. Uh, and listen, he, he'll get plenty games. There's no doubt about that. But he, it just, I think the starting pair is going to be, because look, Cher puts himself in situations where he can pick up injuries very, very easily. Um, but we'll see. Uh, Kraft was awesome. Yeah, he was. I was really, really pleased with him. Um, every time I see him now, I, I've got more confidence in him. And he covered for LaSalle's twice, by the way, in that second half. I don't know whether you guys noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah the selso was dreaming got robbed again
1: robbed as the last man as well oh
0: yeah yep yeah, absolutely uh, but you know we can we can we can talk about that all night and it, it's just you know but nothing is as well
1: right. um murphy wasn't very supportive defensively so Kraft had got well one in front one behind to sort of cover for he was covering for everybody bless him yeah. he did very well he's, considering. He's turning turned
0: into the swedish kafu as mm. john sinclair used to say uh hi Paul Billy and Alex. I've said it when his name was first mentioned, and now everybody must agree Chris Wood not even good enough for the bench. We do need a striker ahead or equal to Wilson uh a younger Chris Wood at the top of his game would get ten goals a season. We got an older Chris Wood uh and a team that's not built around him to supply headed goals. Dwight Gale or wood let know. dwight Gale, Dwight Gills. it's pointless even comparing Dwight Gale because Dwight Gale is not even in the reckoning he's he's not in the plans he's not going to be around um. He's training with the under-23s, you know, until he moves. Uh, so, you know, it's pointless even comparing the two. Uh, people spouting how out need to get a grip of whoever they are. Well, they're not out. They're not proper fans, are they? Um, Glenn would rather have Pocahontas than Pochettino. Uh, Roma signing Debala was a great scoop. Hope we can mimic that kind of transfer. Yeah, brilliant signing for Roma, that. Um, Cesare says, poor transfer window. We only got a CEO and a director of football. What a travesty. Uh, Yeah, listen, I'm sick of seeing people say, oh, you know, if we don't get this player in, it's a poor window. You know, I don't know what people really expected from this summer, whether they thought we were going to, you know, change the whole squad, buy like 10 players in and just totally dismantle the squad. It doesn't work like that. It's a a process. That's why they've brought in uh, Darren Eels. That's why they've brought in Dan Ashworth, you know, because they're going to build from the bottom upwards and build out in. And it's just going to be fantastic. But people have to have the patience, you know, because things aren't going to change overnight. And, and you know, the need to get a grip, these fans, and think, oh, we're having a poor transfer window. Are we shite? Right? You know, that squad that we finished with last season was fourth in the league. If you go from January, fourth in the league. So we're not all, it's, it's not all that bad. And now we've added Botman, we've added Nick Pope, and we've added Mad Target on a permanent basis. Where is the crisis? We yes, do need some offensive we, players, though. Yeah, definitely. of course we do. But there the shouldn't be the blind panic, Billy. That's all I'm saying. No, no, you no, know, no. There's, there's plenty of time left in the window. Um, yeah. And if we don't get anybody this window, January will be just around the corner because of the World Cup. So, you know, I'm, I'm, it it, it baffles me, some of the Newcastle fans, the, the way they're, the, they're kind of starting to get the expectation of Man United fans. You know, we should be doing this and we should be doing that. We shouldn't expect anything, just progress. Uh, Spider says, can anyone help me understand why Maxi is wearing so many bandages? It's like jewellery on him. He keeps putting more on. Anyone say mummy, he would, lo- he would be a bit quicker without them. Um, I didn't quite understand the amount of bandages he had on his legs today, but I guess that's just Maxi. Um, you know, he-, he didn't have any bandages on on Friday, then he comes today looking like the mummy. So,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, it could be keenly tape, it could be sports, it could be fashion, it could be from the physios, who knows? Not sure. Definitely.
0: Right, uh, Alex, we'll move to the, uh, the the transfers, and the first player
1: is Sekou Mara. Yeah, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll hop over to his um, sofa score so you can see what he looks like, although he doesn't actually look like that right now, he's changed his hair. So, Sekou Mara. Uh, we've been linked with linked with the last few days. I think was it Saturday, Friday or Saturday? The link started appearing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so I, I'm quite lucky with this because I watched pretty much all of the Toulon long tournament when I was sort of doing the apartment in Poland. I watched, I watched all of it, watched all but two of the France games. Yeah. Um, for obviously for Ekaterine and Munoz, so I saw I saw this kid a lot. Very, very, very good. Um, obviously it was not a youth tournament but but he looked he looked brilliant he looked a, a cut above the rest he looked a cut above his own teammates obviously akitike is a different kind of player um and he looked great absolutely ripped up that tournament so we'll have a look at that in a second but so 900 minutes six goals in bordeaux so i need to preface this by by explaining that bordeaux got relegated they conceded 91 goals in 38 league games and they got relegated to Ligue 2 and then because of financial irregularities they got an uh, an administrative relegation on top of that so they've been double relegated they are in the third tier of French football so for this kid to to do as well as he's done in what I can only describe as well I don't know Paul's probably better at inserting a some sort of phrase into that but absolute they were, bollocks they were they were awful they were crap Um, so uh yeah six goals from 900 minutes is very very tidy very young about literally about to turn 20 so still extremely young six foot 11 stone good physicality already he's not even 20 so that's absolutely fine Um, right footed as a forward so this is him against the big boys in Europe um Interesting numbers, but it's difficult to to kind of pick out exactly how we would play in a, in a slightly more well a team that's not going to con- concede ninety one goals in a season. So, uh, but even even in that mess, there's still quite a lot of interesting things here with three point five eight shots per ninety, which is mm-hmm. pretty absurd. Um, a lot of stat people all over Twitter, including myself, are, are, you know, we, we all keep talking about how we need to it. Probably aim for about 15 more goals this season. We need yep. to increase our shot. Our shot volume is is, is not great, um, so we, we do need to increase that if we want to get more goals. This kid, for his age, is taking a lot of shots. You know, three three and a half shots per game from just the one player is tidy. If um, if you get a few of them on target, then yep. very very handy. Uh, pressures as well, extremely high, very energetic. Um, I think kind of your Eke-TKs and around that are all sort of around 18, 19 pressures per 90. So he's, you know, he's sort of four pressures additionally on top of those kinds of players. So he's extremely athletic, energetic. Uh, If we look at his similar players, so we've got some funny names in here um, that I kind of don't agree. I mean, Rafa Rafa is an interesting one. Skamaka, who's been linked with everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't, he doesn't play like Shavri, that's, that's odd. Obviously, sometimes this can be skewed because if they're like, you know, um, like defensive statistics match up with yeah. somebody, it'll, you yeah. know. Um, so, and then if we go and have a look at here he is here on his sofa score. So, as a striker, still valued very low. Uh, some of the articles that were coming out with the, the links on sort of Friday, Saturday, where I think they were saying 15 million. I don't know whether mm. that was euros or pounds, somewhere about that. Obviously, his online sort of valuations are a lot lower than that. They were around sort of 1 to 2 million euros. Um, so, if you scroll down, this was his little too-long tournament that he did where they absolutely caned it and they won it quite comfortably. Yeah, they um, did. Two goals and an assist against Mexico, two goals against Argentina, a goal against Saudi Arabia. So, he was absolutely banging them in for the youth teams. Um, and they were and let, let's also recognise the fact that the under-20s under, under 20s for France were playing against under-23s of a lot of other nations as well. Uh, and then for his club, towards the back end of the season when he was getting more minutes, when their relegation was confirmed, yeah. uh, two goals on the final day of the season. They actually won 4-2, uh, managed to bag a goal in a 4-1 loss as well. Um, and just, um, yeah, they had an absolute shocker. They really did. They had a shocker towards the end of the season. Well, the whole season. Um, so... They kind of lined up a little bit like this in a funny wing back system. That's what they were playing for most of the season. Um, this this guy is probably gonna leave. A lot, most of these players that have got any value are gonna disappear. So I would imagine Seko Mara is gonna go somewhere because he's not gonna play in the third tier of French football because he's good. Yep. Um, so mm, maybe we shouldn't go too much more into it now and because because it's still quite soft links. So if, if his name pops up again and we get a bit more substance in the links, uh, we can dig a bit deeper. Yeah. Um, but for now, you know, he's, what did I say, 11 stone, 11 stone, six foot, right-footed, striker, six goals from 900 minutes, um, mm-hmm. very young, fairly cheap, um, very energetic. Could be a nice cheap backup young option for Callum Wilson. Yeah. I'd probably play him ahead of Chris Wood as well. Mm-hmm. Would be a very interesting signing, and uh, having watched him a lot with my own eyes, I thought he was incredible in that youth tournament. So I thought he was brilliant.
0: Yeah. Well, we saw more of him than we did take when we watched the <laughs> <We laughs> when did. we did the yeah. watch along. And um, it was really impressive. What do you reckon, Bill? Yeah, really
2: impressive. Um so the, the game against Mexico was outstanding. Best player on the pitch by country mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I'd be quite happy to have him as a backup, and obviously building him for his future because he's not the obviously he's not the fully. Fully fledged, uh, for material yet, but God, he's got some future ahead of him, as from what I saw in that one game. Granted, but he was outstanding in that game, absolutely outstanding. Mm.
0: Uh, he's certainly somebody that that could come into the squad and do do really well, There'll certainly be a squad player to start with. But, um, again, let's just wait and see what happens with the links. I mean, it's it's not guaranteed that he's coming, nope. he's just been linked. Um, mm. but he's, he's somebody to certainly keep an eye on. Um, Absolutely magnificent, gorgeous beverage. Get it down your neck, big lad. Delightful brew. How are the lads? Uh, Norwich is not certain if there's still a award at St. Nick's Hospital that was just for Newcastle Brunel. Who knows? Uh, in the tune in a month, but it's a way to Brighton, says Stu. Uh, Rachel, not memorised by the mic tonight. Shame. No, I'm, <laughs> uh, I won't be using it all the time. Uh, this is my main mic, the Elgato one, so this is what I bought it for. Um, but they're both good mics, and they both got good sound, so they make my voice sound very deep as a radio presenter. On Sunrise FM, New York City. don't know why I did that, but, you know, never mind. Um, Jordi Howe Man says, my first brown ale, I ended up sleeping in the bath. I was 16. Oh,
1: dear. Dear. I'm just going to sort my dog out because she's a bit too hot, and she's crying, so one second. Okay.
0: Um... Neil says, uh, Elliot Anderson, what a baller, what a future ahead of us. Uh, Cesare, what happened to your LGBT, Mike Paul? It was pretty. Shut up, <laughs> Uh Who thinks Wood is an upgrade to Dwight Gale? I'm just interested, uh, if I'm alone, in wondering if Gale, with better passes, wouldn't score more than Wood. I want you strikers to replace both. I mean, look, Billy, it's quite clear. You know, we, we know that Wood isn't good enough. Um, I'm particularly sick of balls coming up to him, and he just can't control them. You know, and, and it, get, it gets to the stage where I notice some of the some of the players when they you know they get the head up, he's not even making runs. You know, he's he's just staying central. You look at Callum Wilson. As soon as like Bruno or Shelby looks up, they know that Wilson's going to be going on a on a run somewhere, and they pick the pass. But with Wood not doing that, we become a very static team and have to either go sideways or backwards. Yeah,
2: I mean, as I said earlier, the ball's enemy at the moment. He just can't control. A football, so it doesn't matter how hard it's passed to him, how soft it's passed to him. <coughs> Excuse me, he, um, he has no now, see, for center forward. He just doesn't sense where the ball's going to go, whether where he can cause danger. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a really poor signing. Um, really poor, really, really poor. Of, yeah, yeah he's, he's he's lower league. What we, you know, the, 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 the strike we've had over the years he's we're near the bottom, very near,
0: unfortunately. Uh, apocalyptic workshops. says shard deserves to be captain. Uh, maybe they're afraid to hurt locker room cohesion. Uh, look, I, I think. Listen, these guys are professional footballers, right? And and they should. They know how the game works. And and all these comments about, oh, he doesn't want to upset the dressing room. Sometimes you have to. Do you think Alec Ferguson turned around and said, "Oh, I better not say that to that player, just in case I upset the dressing room"? Of course, he didn't. You know, Wenger the same. These top, top managers, Mourinho, you know, um, Guardiola. Do you think they think to themselves, oh, I'm not going to do that. I I can't do that decision because I'll upset the guys in the dressing room. No, because it's their fucking job to do it. These guys are professional footballers getting paid a fortune. And if they take the sulk because a, a, a captain isn't the captain anymore, then it's a load of bollocks. You know, these guys are professional football. Don't talk to me about upsetting the camaraderie in the dressing room. It's only the captaincy man, for God's sake. You know, it beggars belief because I know for a fact that these top-class managers wouldn't dare turn around and think, well, oh, I'm not making that decision because I don't want to upset them. How many times did Ferguson make critical decisions that would have probably upset people? You know, getting rid of Roy Keane, getting rid of Yab Stam, getting rid of Van Nistelrooy, all this... Do you think he was bothered about what would say in the dressing room? Mm. Come on, you know it, it, football is a cutthroat business, and we know it is. And it, you know sometimes these decisions have to be made for the benefit of the team. Jamal Lascelle staying captain is not for the benefit of this football club. Bottom line, anyway. I mean,
2: he could be Eddie Housing force if you like. You mm. know, the link link between player and uh, players and, and staff. Yep, it's strange how every manager that's been there while he's been there has had him as a captain. He, he, you know, he must have something about him. Yeah, there's
1: got to be something.
0: Uh, Adam says, if Lascelles isn't going this transfer window, why upset? See, why upset the dressing room?
1: But it might not be that people. People are just saying the cliche phrase. It might not be upset. It's not about balance and harmony. It's about what Billy said. Maybe he is actually really good behind the scenes, which is why all these managers keep keeping him as captain. Like Fine. It might, you
0: know. I don't mind that. If he is, then like you say, make him some sort of liaison between the players and the coach. But he doesn't have to be captain to do that. A captain we need a captain should you know. You look at the really magnificent captains down the down the line. You know, you look at Vieira as the Keens of this world. You know, oh, come on, Jesus. I don't give a shit about dressing room morale. This is just the captaincy. And if these players take the sulk, then it says more about how, uh, well, scared the players are than anything else. If that's their attitude that they're going to, oh, no, I'll take the huff if you take the captaincy off Jamal LaSalle's. Give me a friggin' break, man. Jesus. Uh, yes, you know, but unfortunately, we cannot get rid of crap all at once. Uh, good point. Uh, book it months before the fixtures, took a punt and lost. I'm not sure what he's on about there. What Lascelles is like in the dressing room is irrelevant. He's a poor excuse for a footballer. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, a, a, a captain is supposed to be able to play football, and he can't. Uh, there's a lot oh, of can. leaders on the he pitch. He can't. He's not
2: it, it before. We know he can do it.
0: It's oh, he's past it now, Billy. I'm sorry. He is. He's, he's, he had his good times. Um, listen, flog into Forest or something like that. Uh, Jordy Howeyman says, uh, when we concede, I immediately look at the players... Uh, and see which ones are ging up the team. Lascelles is way too quiet. Now, I've made that point numerous times over the last couple of seasons. When we concede, you look at who's ging the players up, saying, all oh, right, come on, we've conceded. Let's not worry too much about it. Let's get back in the game. Lascelles <laughs> isn't one of them players. It's you know, generally his
2: you... fault the goal got in there, that's why. Well,
0: that's a good point, Billy, <laughs> really. yes. Uh, it, it, yeah, so he, he can't really do that. But, um, you know, it's... it's... <sighs> um, Abdullah Ram, hello to Saudi Arabia. I hope you're well. Uh, says, See, we had another classic from Paul this afternoon in the watch along. (laughs) Uh, Maybe, uh, I know I I think I mentioned a feather, um, at one stage. Uh, I can't think of anything else.
1: I don't know. Um, might have been their number six who kept falling over. Bruno went in for a 50 50 with him and he he looked like he'd been shot. Uh,
0: Alex, who who was um Jamal LaSalle's marking on Friday? No idea. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he doesn't
0: even <laughs> himself Joancell. back and him Oh dear uh, I would rather see P- uh, Pinocchio up front as opposed to Wood. Uh, it's too late for Lascelles to improve in my opinion, says Rachel. Uh, two sides to the to, two sides to the coin. Uh, tails he shit. coin Tailsy he shit headsy <laughs> shit. I agree. Uh, can't say that Alex uh, Shearer was a
1: great captain being a striker. I can say that. That's my opinion. Mm. I think its he was a great captain and a great striker at the same time. You're 100% you're right, but generally it's better to have your captain who can see the whole pitch, in my opinion. Shearer is is an anomaly. You don't often get people who can do that.
0: Um, I don't think a goalkeeper is a good position for a captain at all because I think, for me, a captain middle of the park, knows what's going on around him, can see the whole yeah. pitch, gets a general idea. Um, well, there's no need
1: for a goalkeeper to be a captain either because no. they've got their own job because they, they need to be calling out instructions to yeah. the defenders to, to organise the wall and this, that and the other. They've got a lot of other things that they have to organise vocally. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be a, a centre-back or a midfielder who they, they can see everything and it just makes more sense. Like, yeah, sure it, is, it was an amazing captain, but most players can't do that. Like, I mean it's Shearer he I mean, it was incredible I mean you know we're making a looking at
0: Lascelles you know he may he may get better he may improve training with the likes of share Botman, Dan Byrne etc but I just I'm not sure I can see that happening uh, Dunk thank you very much for your £5 super chat he says uh, glad you like the Al Brunel Paul have a few more on me a very good evening to you all. So thank you very much Dunk really appreciate that uh, Dan says, Shelby's shot made me laugh had so much time to position himself and still skied it, accuracy still on holiday, I thought he should have took a touch there, I mean he mm-hmm, had loads of time, of time just to control yeah, the ball yeah. and, and, and hit it but um still what about that,
2: little, that little one touch volley pass he played over the top of that player, honestly. oh
0: tremendous, yeah. beautiful yeah, Um, but Chris Woodshot is still uh, on the way to the uh, space station <laughs> um, I think he's uh, sent the signed football from Newcastle United up to the space base. <laughs> the one he sliced wide and he tried to climb a corner. It was. That, oh. it was that. Do you know what? People were saying, oh, it was a poor ball in from Trippier. Like, all he had to do was control that with his left foot and just curl it in the bottom corner with his right. Could have shot or am I left. missing something? Or he could, or could have took it left. on his left i think
1: some people i don't expect him to score he just needs to start getting them on target because then at least you've got the opportunity for a fumble or a rebound mm -hmm. or a follow-up he just doesn't even get them on target and it just doesn't give anybody any chances it's just useless yeah i agree uh bruno
0: can thread a needle with his eyes closed absolutely absolutely uh don't send anderson on loan says chris worth his place uh, Ken says, I pour. my grandma was a brown ale drinker. Oh, uh, my granddad, sorry, was a brown ale drinker all his life. He would turn in his grave to see you drinking out of the bottle. Always out of a schooner. What the hell's a schooner or a schooner? It's a glass, isn't it? Why can't you drink it out the bottle? I've seen Billy drinking it out the bottle. I'll, I'll drink it out the bottle when I'm down the, down the club, I must be honest. I mean, it's quite nice out the bottle. Listen, everybody, everybody their own. Uh, I, I don't want to drink it out of a glass. I, I like to drink my beers out of bottles. I always if have. I put,
2: if I put brown ale in a bottle in, in a glass, it goes down too quick, way too quick.
0: Yeah, and then you end up with a very sore head, Billy. Mm. Uh, Jacques says, Uh, would you guys have Anderson on the right wing? I think he has more to offer than what we have in that position already, and his ball control was miles better than Miggy today.
2: I thought Miggy did okay, no? though. I'll
0: be for being honest. I did. I thought Miggy did all right. I, again, not brilliant, but he did all right. Um, but we, you know, we just need an out-and-out player in that position who plays there. I mean, Their left back kick, fuck out.
2: Of him, let's be honest, he should have been booked well, in, in the first been, half. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, it made it that.
1: made a difference because every time we've seen Miggy recently, he's been with Wilson and Maxi. As soon as we see him with the others, it it made it was visibly worse. And, he, and and every time he was trying to do it on his own and take a one-two, yeah, he was getting clattered by their left back. So mm. there wasn't a lot he could have done about that, really. Yeah, uh, Bede
0: makes a point here about Paquetta. Now, I did hear this earlier on this afternoon, um, but it wasn't from it wasn't from Robbie from AFTV. But apparently, Leon are looking for th- just thirty-four million pound for Paquetta.
1: How
0: does he know that? No, no, I'd heard that as well. There was well, it was you know, a, Don, Don Robbie, yeah. No, that's,
1: well, I mean, Arsenal are interested in him. Aren't they, well, so. I
0: heard it from a, a, a different source, but um, nobody will know until a club agrees. Um, but if it is thirty-four million, then I would suggest we get in there bloody quickly.
1: Well, I've uh, seen about a hundred things today. Well, whenever anybody's mentioned Paqueta anywhere online, there's always one who goes, "Oh, but we don't need a midfielder. Mm. <sighs> he, he, he's quite." versatile all right it's it's I'm really bored of explaining that we've had graphics out boards we've he's literally played in various positions for Leon Mm -hmm. it's fine it's fine Uh, David makes a good point here
0: regardless of what striker we gave uh, we need to improve the supply from the forward midfield and the wings 100% I mean those crosses today were, were, were shambolic let's be honest they were terrible uh, that didn't give either Chris Wood or Callum Wilson any opportunity. Um, I thought, you know, Callum Wilson did get in once in the second half, but that wasn't through a cross. Um, you know, he was pushed a bit wide and ended up smashing it off the keeper's face. <laughs> that was a tough one for the keeper to to, to deal with, but he dealt with it well. Um, but listen, the crosses, there was no opportunities for headers, uh, and and Billy were looking at the same thing, beating the first man.
2: Yeah, but I'll be honest, I mean. Something- Fraser was very poor as well, wasn't he? I mean, yep. he didn't get he didn't get any crosses in really. The, the full-backs didn't really get them I in mean, either Richie or Dumit. Trippier got a few in, but again, the the, the centre forward was tightly marked or wasn't anywhere near the ball. Hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking if we have a better strike. If we had I kind of worked Wilson that first half, I think we scored two or three. Um, so I think yeah, Chris would make the through balls and crosses yeah. look worse than what they actually are. To be quite fair, yeah, I think
1: Fraser needs calling out as well.
2: Absolutely, I just everybody yeah. loves
1: Fraser, but. I said this at the end of last season. How long is it until we, you know, how long can he survive on just energy? Oh, but he always puts in a shift. Well, the disappointment thing, Alex, was the crosses, he had opportunities to cross the
0: ball today and didn't. He turned back and he he laid it off. I don't like his movement either.
1: I thought thought he made Dummett look worse Mm. because he was doing that predictable one-two, but he did the same run every single time, just a straight flat run off the one-two with Dummett. And he never, he was never available. He never tried to. That part, dummit couldn't give it back to him because it was blocked every time. It wasn't an option. Uh, mm-hmm. He just made himself, he was just never available. The only, the only times Fraser looked okay was when there was some strange turnover or Bruno was doing magic things mm-hmm. and he had a bit of space to run into. And there was a few times where he did that and he, he drove nicely. But, and then a few times where he, he ran into players for like a really weird 50 50 and the ball would just go yeah. everywhere. Um, but I, I, yeah, it wasn't just about his, his crossing. It was everything beyond uh, uh, behind that as well. He, mm-hmm. mm, and out of all one. the
2: players, uh, he looks at least fit. Ten minutes into the game, who is blowing? Probably. I, d- I did make a point yeah.
0: of that. I said. I said that in, in, during the commentary. I said he looks. He's blown, but I made a comment about him being a little Jack Russell. But, you know, they make a little sprint and then they look like they're knackered. But he genuinely. He looked last knackered. season,
1: he struggled with this. Everyone, everybody was praising him. I had to stay quiet. But there was like a five or six game period when he would have to come off after 70 minutes every mm. single game. He couldn't finish a match. And that's fine. We've got five subs next year. That helps. But he needs to be fitter and he needs to be a little bit more. Especially for his age, he's not a young winger. He needs to be a bit more intelligent with his runs. He can't just do a flat run because your fullback's yeah. got no, you need to give people options. Absolutely. Uh,
0: Sean, thank you for your 99 pence super sticker, matey. Very, very kind. Uh, thank you for your donation to the channel. Uh, Barbara says the only exciting thing uh, about the game was Paul's commentary, just loved it. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Uh, appreciate that. Um, to the people who say how out, I'd just like to say I think it's very good that we only lost one nil to a team who were contending for Europe last season. I think that shows a lot of progress. Now, given it was only our third pre season game, you know, and and people have been making comments, you oh, know, the Bundesliga kicks off the same time as the Premier League, yes, but. Their season kicks off the season uh, a week earlier because the play in the uh, DFB Pokal, uh, the cup kicks off before the season starts. <laughs> so so their season club? starts. Uh, sorry,
2: isn't that a club? Somebody Ew. thought it was a club.
0: Remember? Oh. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um, so they the play in the cup competition a week before the Bundesliga starts. So uh, yeah, they are ahead of us. Uh Anthony says the best transfer window we've had for 14 years, and there's complaining. It's madness. Look, we knew this was coming. We knew that there would be people who would be complaining. It's it's it seems to go with the floor, you know. We we've been accused many many times of being a negative channel and always thinking of reasons to be negative, but I think we've been one of the most positive ones out there. Then you know, give us time, you know, and and you know, Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, a squad wasn't hatched out of eggs, you know. And let's it, not forget.
2: It, it, Let's not forget, we spent seven months chasing after a player that was never going to come here. Yeah. Mr. Ekiteki, who was going to be our backup striker. So maybe
0: But that's we also behind. signed a player who was, who was never coming to Newcastle in Sven Botman, who apparently wanted to go to AC Milan, but has since come out and said Newcastle was always his... I mean, you know, take him to the pinch of sob, but he said that, that exactly what we said the owners would say to him about the, the, the ambition and where this club's going and the project, he wants to be part of it. I'm not critical of the, of the club, but
2: saying about Techie by the way, it's, it's the fact that he... he, he fucked no, you know, yeah,
0: that whole thing was a, a sudden disaster, because, you know, it, uh, it'd be very interesting to see where Eki-Teki, um ends up, to be honest, and how he does this season. Just, am I in focus there? Yep, if I... Sorry.
2: There's a
0: Nuki Brown There's a Nuki Brown kicking in. No, no, it's just bloody hot, man. (laughs) I'm Sweat like a moose. Um, Yano says, Panel, are you disappointed that we have given contracts to Dummett and Longstaff? Be honest, guys, you must have been hoping for better. Billy? No and no.
2: I think Paul Dummett is a fantastic reserve left-back and can play centre-half also. And I think Sean Longstaff showed enough in the past five or six games last season to earn himself a new contract.
1: Alex? Yeah, well, we, we can't turn over a 25-man squad, like, in, in two seasons. What, this is the third? No, this is their second window. Hmm. Like, this is their second window. Like, it's impossible. Um, and I think Dumit is, what, is it a two-year contract extension? So, the Dumit one, I could be wrong with that. I think it's two, because Shars was two as well. Which is which is fine. We needed cover. We got cover. Um, and then as for long staff um it, it's more about the potential it's, it's the fact that we do need bodies we need options um and there there does seem to be some potential there as well um people may disagree but I, i've said this recently a few times he is up to the uh, 96th percentile for pressures per 90 in midfield so mm-hmm. he's in the top four percent in europe for pressures now um and this is where the stats are still including all the back end games where he was crap so the fact that he's that's very impressive very very impressive there's, there's a few his tackles have, have gone up as well um so we'll you know there's no reason to, to suggest he can't keep progressing a little bit more it's fine we can't turn this we can't turn this whole squad over in two transfer windows it's, mm-hmm. it's it's absurd um that's why we need you know we'll need what six to eight transfer windows which is why we've got share here for two more years we we need all these people here we can't just go and buy a whole new team. That's not how it works. FFP, yes, we're, we're pretty flexible with it, but it does exist. And we, if we, if we do take the mick, then we know damn well the Premier League and everybody else is going to do everything in their power to try and um, throw the book at us and, and penalise us for things. So we do have to be careful. We can't just go nuts.
0: Mm. Interesting. Uh, right, uh, we have another player, and that is uh, Colin Wendor.
1: Yeah, so his name popped up a little bit last week. So the reason why I've gone back to him is more because, uh, obviously, Ekatike has just signed for PSG. So this guy is PSG. Obviously he was on, he was on loan at uh, Longs, uh, but he, he is a PSG player. So mm-hmm. the fact that they've just signed another young striker, uh, I mean, everybody's joking about Eketike is only going to make the bench. Well, this poor guy is not even going to travel with, with the team. Um, so he, he has to go somewhere. It, it kind of fits that profile. We keep looking at young, talented, prospect French strikers. It fits the bill. We've been linked with him once before. Uh, obviously, Leeds were linked with him as well. And it's it's interesting to look at because he's not going to get a look in at PSG. It's very likely he's going to disappear somewhere, whether it's on loan or permanently. Um so for people who haven't seen this this guy before, <coughs> yeah, he's been on loan at lons for the previous two seasons. So he's done two years at Lons. And he's uh, he's still very young. He's only twenty and a bit. So to do, to have had two full seasons uh, in League Gun is very, very good. So right footed at six foot ten. Six foot ten, five foot ten, that's bloody tall. Um 160 pounds, which is what? what is he's like 10, uh, 11 and a half stone, 12 stone. So he's, he's pretty physical and he looks like it on the pitch as well. He looks quite strong, slightly outperformed his XG. So 12 goals from 9.4 XG, uh, played a lot of minutes as well for a young kid, 20, 2100 minutes. Is, you know, considering we've mentioned that Sean Longstaff is getting 1400 per season ish. He's mm-hmm. never got more than that apart from his Blackpool days. So yeah. this, this guy's getting way more minutes at a senior league and, uh, if we look at stats, a little bit different to how uh, Seko Mara was profiling. Obviously, Seko Mara was getting like three and a half shots per game, which is pretty bonkers. But two and a half is still okay for shot volume, as considering you know he's still he's still young. This is he can, this game can change a bit and develop. Um, outrageously tidy on the ball, like that's rather absurd for a striker to be <laughs> to be completing nearly eighty three percent of their passes. Um, yeah, progressive passes received as well. and So essentially, he's just very, very um, safe is probably the best way to describe it. And that probably, we need a bit of a, we need another word. This word doesn't exist. But he, he the ball is his. He, he's able to receive the ball high up mm-hmm. and keep it. Uh, you know, with, with, in terms of nearly 10 per 90 at the 89th percentile, that means the passes don't always cut out, which means the quality of the pass is probably also quite good. But we know that, that Lons have got good midfielders. We've looked at Seco for Fana and stuff. So they, they've got a reasonably good side. Um, so when he's receiving these passes, it sticks, which is something we whinge about doesn't happen with Chris Wood. So he's receiving these passes high. He gets the passes. He, he carries the ball well with 4.3 per 90. He's tidy with his he's, – he's safe with his passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, higher up in the pitch as well, two and a half shots per game. Not as crazy numbers here, but – Again, it depends on the style of play. You could argue that he could probably increase his defensive output with pressures uh, yep. in a different system. He's, he's definitely got the energy to do that. So it's not that he can't. Um, it depends if teams sit back or whether they press. Uh, so if we go and have a look at people who he's similar to, Jonathan David's in there as well. So reasonably good he company. He to pop up in every single one of these, Jonathan He George. does, doesn't he? It's very odd. Uh, so Immobile... Gimero, Jonathan, David, Neil Mopé as well as we, we we reviewed him a few months ago. Actually, when we got linked, and his stats were very tidy Louis as well. Luis Suarez. So he's in. Yeah, he's in very very good company here. Um, uh, I didn't actually load up his Sofa score, which we can do very very quickly. the Calling where are you? Uh, so trophy the champions. No, we don't want that. We want league on. Here he is. So, yeah, instantly his online value is a lot higher than what Seko Mara's was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think he was the, the whole leads prices were were like around thirty-ish. There was a lot of sort of twenty-five, thirties being thrown around in terms of thirty million uh, for his valuation. Whenever we were linked or leads were linked, it was, you know. So it's going to yeah. be a lot more than Secomara is is a, is a bit of a whack. Um, it might even be higher than that. They might want add-ons or bonuses. Mm-hmm. You know what these agents are like. Uh, so just for people who haven't seen him, uh, they line up. So Club uh, de they line up like this with their funny wing-backs. So Flankowski in the Poland team, I've seen a lot of it, is, is tidy. Uh, and then they've got Czech decore and Seco Fafana. So I think Czech Dekore has just gone somewhere. Where did he go again? Palace. Oh, palace yeah, of Palace. palace. Yeah. So yeah, the very, very tidy midfield with the Fafana and DeCore. very strong. And then he sits right up there and puts in good performances. Um, scores fairly often for, for somebody of his age uh, and to be leading the line as well. Um, but yeah, you can probably see they soak up pressure a bit and hit, hit on the counter. You would imagine that's probably why his pressures are a little bit lower. I'd have yeah. to go and confirm that. But, you know, and they, they, you can see that they do reasonably well um, in terms of score lines. 2-2 against Nantes, and they got 1-1 against PSG. So they, they seem to be in all of the games, very very well structured. So for a young lad to be to be part of those, um, I, I mean, this is what this is what we play like. All of our games in the back end of last season were all one nils, two ones. Yeah, they are all, oh yeah. god, can we get that last goal or can we hang on? Mm-hmm. So this kid's been there. He is the team sort of are in those sort of close score lines. You've got to be focused. Um, and he, I would be gobsmacked if he didn't transfer somewhere this window, at least on loan, um, because he's not going to play for PSG. It's just not going to happen. Because it's, it's what? It's Icardi, Neymar, Messi, Mbappe, Eketike. Are there any more? Probably. Di Maria's gone somewhere. That's five. Yep. He's not going to yeah. get minutes. He's just not going to get any minutes. There's That's probably more that I've forgotten. So well, yeah. he, he certainly looks like a player
0: that we could definitely use, and certainly a much more attractive prospect than Chris Wood is as a as a replacement for Callum Wilson, um, without a shadow of a doubt. I I I take him in a second. Um, there's just some comments coming here. I want to make a just uh, Chris and Paul take it easy on Eddie Howe. Um, I'm not having a go at Eddie Howe when I talk about the the, the um, morale in the dressing room or anything like that. I, I think you've taken it the wrong way. It's the people saying it you know that or oh, he's he's not allowed to do it because it might upset the apple cart or whatever you know it's bollocks man it it is it, it you know if there's like we've already said if there's some sort of um harmony between the players and Eddie Howe coming through the then fine keep it that way but he doesn't necessarily have to be captain to do that um and the, you know it's 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 the job at the end of the day you know you, you can't i mean like I said, the, the big managers around the world, no way would they even contemplate that. They'd just say, right, I'm making the decision and I'm doing it for the benefit of the football club. Uh, Steve says, can you imagine if the naysayers about the transfers suddenly woke up and the takeover had just been a dream? Short memories or what? Uh, Ryan says, as the standards grow, cutthroat decisions will occur more frequently. Um, Chris says, that Newcastle ale is going to Paul's head. Chris, give our man. I'm six foot five one bottle of brown ale isn't even going to touch the sides mate to be fair um, so I'm I'm talking because I'm sick I'm sick of hearing it upset the dressing room it's it's a load of crap you know you've got to Remember, make decisions in football um, Brendan or Brendan Rodgers or whoever
2: it may have been at the time and <coughs> Ranieri he did the same with Wes Morgan at Leicester you know mm-hmm. he, when after they won the league he didn't play two seasons he was still a club captain it, it could be something down to character and
0: character alone Um, Foxy says Bordeaux beautiful new stadium has a club gone backwards ever since moving into it
1: yeah the stadium is fantastic they they nearly managed to sort themselves out they were unlucky is the wrong word Um, because they got a bunch of money from um, uh, who was it that's just gone to it is uh, not Jules Koundé the other one Jules Koundé might go uh, there's another one that's just gone as well basically they've got a bunch of really really good players that are, are, have moved about or are about to move about and they've got like uh selling clauses uh they just didn't quite get enough in enough time i think they needed about i think they needed to raise like 40 million euros uh at the start of june and they didn't quite they didn't get enough um they were close though and they were unfortunate they got they got docked two points during the season uh, and if they hadn't have been docked those two points they would have been in the playoff that St Etienne were in and ultimately lost and went down. Um, so, yeah, weird. Very weird situation.
0: Uh, imagine how hard it would be if someone super famous with millions of viewers wanted to join the tune Review. Do you fire someone? It would mess up cohesion. It matters. Dan, I wouldn't fire anybody. that just joined the club. they just joined the team, Simple as that. I wouldn't have to fire anybody. Um, look... This it, it's my personal opinion, you know. Having been in the sports dressing room for most of my life, it's just my opinion, you know. You change the captain, you get on with it. it it's as simple as that. That's my opinion. Whether you like it or not, uh, you you guys out there, you've got your opinion on it, and that's fine. I don't mind at all. I just I just think it's bollocks. Um, so Trips can't be captain because he isn't a centre back or midfielder.
1: I didn't say can't be. It's just my personal
0: preference. Yeah. Uh, Kieran says uh, Trippier is the perfect captain. He has a voice that people listen to and is respected for what he did at, the f- at Atletico and for England. Uh, Tickle my feet with a bird feather, I think, is what I said. Oh dear me. Uh, Lascelles is a striker. He's better than Wood from corners, in my opinion. Uh, after I'd watching today, that. lacking pace and quality up front. Um, yeah, but it, it, I mean, look. Do you guys think that Eddie Howe and Jason Tindall are standing there today thinking, oh, we're all good to go? We haven't got any issues. Absolutely, Absolutely. not. They'll know. They'll know at the end of the day. So, um, And I'm sure they'll be sort of, you know, liaising back to Dan Ashworth today, They're having conversations, of, you know, the owners and everybody will be in on it, you know, just to say, right, what do you need from us? What What do you want to try and do? Uh, where can we take this? You know, who do you want to go for? You know, it's.
2: I think the, the fitness it side of it all. I think Eddie Howe and Jason Tinder would have been really pleased with it, especially the first elevens hour hour of play because the fitness was really really good. The constant yeah. press for sixty minutes. Yeah, you know that's something that would never have happened this time last season, um, and it's happening with ease. Um, let's be honest. I mean that the, they pressed from minute one to the, the minute it went off. So. Yeah, I was really pleased, and I think they'll be really pleased with the fitness. and that's what it's all about, is getting minutes into the legs, isn't it, and finding a, a nice gel uh, for the team to work together, but we're not there yet, but we've got three or four more games yet, so let's not worry yet.
0: Exactly, there's there's a long, long way to go, and I think there's about four, what, 40-odd days of the transfer window left as well, plenty of time, um, but, you know, just panic for no reason, Um Today's Today shows Paquetta is needed, and if the price has dropped, uh, then let's get in there before Arsenal do, says Julie. Yeah, look, I mean, you're you you you're pretty confident, Billy, aren't you, with Paquetta? If we went in for him um, between us and Arsenal, he would choose us every time.
2: I believe he will, yeah, and I think it's been kind of said in the media as well that he's kind of intimated that. So, 0% if we wanted him, I think we'll get
0: him. Mm. Uh, Francisco says I'm glad this happened so the both fans and players came back down to reality we are improving but there's still a lot of work to be done absolutely 100% with that Uh, Adrian says our crossing in general was atrocious Uh, it it was and there's there's no getting around that but again you know quite a few players have had off days today Um, Lee said let's get Neymar Ronaldo Messi Tony Cruz let's bring Ronaldinho out of retirement last year for another season you think Vinnie Jones will put the boots back on? <laughs> oh, Lee, honestly. Uh, we just looked uh, flat today. Chris Wood is definitely not good enough. we need a wing and a striker pretty soon. Um uh Peter says Murphy sucks, nowhere near good enough. I mean, look, th- there is players that we know aren't good enough, and this will this will be a conversation uh that will go right through the transfer window, uh, right into the final you know day of the transfer window if we haven't signed anybody they'll be playing panic again thinking oh, we're going to really struggle we're going to this we're going to that you know just just keep steady guys you know it's it's there's a long way to go in pre-season and i think that the portuguese games i think are going to be a lot more of a bigger test alex
1: yeah yeah i mean it's not like they're not trying to sign players either um everybody's panicking a lot like they they are we have confirmation that they are trying to sign players, mm. like literal confirmation. And anyhow, what did he say? We are keen to add strength to certain areas. Um, I'm sure we can hopefully land a player who can make a difference. That was in that was after Friday, and then we we do have a lot of journalists and agents who have confirmed we've been sort of uh, inquiring about Derby and these and these different players. This isn't confirmed, and a lot of this has come out of Eddie Howe's mouth himself. Like we're fine. They're trying to. They, they'll sort it. We've got a long time left of the transfer window, um, and as we get, as, as you said, yeah, it is a bigger test. And as we get closer, he will start to play his stronger players and closer to that starting eleven as we gear up for the season. And he's not going to. Yeah. He's not going to be giving Richie minutes and players like that or Murphy. It will be our players that he's going to want a hundred percent ready for the for the for the Forest game, like on the first um, first day of the season. So mm. it's fine.
0: Uh, Smokey Joe says Botman is only 22 years old and he's evidently quality uh, these are the young strikers don't impress me we need a statement signing uh, Johnny says if Wood gets five goals next season I'll eat my hat don't think you'll be eating your hat mate uh, James says I'd like to see how we do against Champions League quality teams i.e. Benfica and Atalanta well Atalanta uh, finished Baugh, eight yeah <laughs> Bilbao is also a good test they also finished eight uh, Foxy says, prefer to sign a forward that's at a similar level to Wilson, uh, like Gabigol or Zapata, uh, and one for the future like Santos, forward Marcus Leonardo or winger Gabriel Angelo?
1: That's a big claim, saying Gabigol is on the, is on a similar level to, to um, Wilson. It, it might be, but it's, it's impossible to confirm that unless he plays in a proper league. Yes, I say pro- a proper league, I'm sorry, but... It, we yeah. don't know that. Tapata more so because we've watched him in the Champions League and Serie A, so that's easier to confirm. Mm. But not, you can't confirm Gabigol, really. Uh, Malcolm wants to know, when do you find out about the podcast
0: awards, mate? I don't know, uh, if I'm all honesty, This is the first time we've really been had any votes go in for the channel. But I, I presume that they would email us uh, if if there was anything to email us about. You, you never know. Um, But, you know, for for the podcast awards, we are uh, quite a mini little channel uh, when you compare to some of the other bigger ones. But you never know. You never know. Uh, We'll see what happens. Uh, But thank you, everybody that voted. I mean, you know, we had some, we had lots of votes go in for the channel. So thank you so much for that. Um, Neil says, six foot five, Paul, man, bring you instead of wood. Uh, I'll tank 50 on you to score before dead wood. I'd just... I just plonk myself there. I'd, I'd make sure I was in there. Every cross that came in. Um, Rob C says late again, guys So we will have to watch it back, not be very well today, but still drag myself up to try and watch. Still love this show. Cheers, matey Rob, and get better soon. Uh, hi Paul, Alex, Billy bit late tonight, but I got here. Says Moxie. Nice one. Uh, how are man says I'm telling everyone and everyone about this stream. Pass the word on good people. Thank you very much. Um, Gary says Alex with good stats research, Billy with the history of our club, and Paul you talk sense. Eddie is our man and there has to be defo changes but let's take our time, cheers Gary. Uh we appear to be heading for the last week of the window panic buys. No, but comments like that make it seem like you know there's We've no changes left. We've there's got so
1: long left of the window. The window shuts like several weeks after the season started like oh.
0: I like actually the way Johnny's answered it by saying we're deal hunting, not panic buying. Yeah. And we're not going to be messed around. You know, when it's clear that the the owners of state that we're not going to be pushed around, uh, we're not going to be paying Newcastle tax or anything like that. So we'll see. Uh, Paul, didn't you predict that there would be a few last minute signings too? Someone definitely predicted it. And I agree. Yeah. What I did say was it could go down to the last day where we are still in for players. And I think, you know, we will be linked with players on the final day of the transfer window. That's just the way it works, and that's the position we're in now. You know, we, you know, we're shopping at the big table now. That any big players that are up and available, we will be mentioned with, whether it's true or not. The media will link us with that player. You know, but, but again, it, it, it's just we're going to have to wait and see on it. Uh, but I, I, I genuinely do believe that we, we will be in this transfer window all the way through to the end. And I know. You know Eddie house stated, and people have said, you know, let's not wait till the end of the window. Let's get these players in and, and get going early doors. But sometimes it doesn't work like that. Sometimes you have to be in it till the very end to get the players you want. And I, I think that's going to happen this this window. Um, but that's it for the uh, the show tonight, guys. Thank you very very much for tuning in. Thank you to everybody that sent in a super chat. Um, and uh, if you have enjoyed the show tonight, as usual, please do hit that like button. Uh, It does send a message to YouTube that we are fantastic on here and it puts us further up the search results as well. If you've enjoyed the show and you're new to the channel, hit that subscribe button. It's free to do so. I'm not sure what the hell Alex is grinning at. Uh, But also hit that notification bell so you'll be notified when we upload or we go live. Uh, And you can join the tune review as well. Just hit the join button underneath. And uh, thank you to everybody that has super chatted. Uh, Alex would you like to tell everyone why you've got a grin on
1: your face <laughs> oh because I in case we had like an extra five minutes I popped Ivan Tony on because we were linked with him again and you've you've obviously we should, no, no, no you, we don't have to look at him but you've obviously Paul obviously hates him so much he's gone nah we're end of the show we're not looking <laughs> at Tony. <laughs> it's just funny isn't he going to United? I've seen a strong link today that he's going to manionated i, I I saw that we were linked with him yesterday again, and a few people have mentioned him on social media today. Um, I think whenever whenever any other team goes for him, we always suddenly appear on the list as well.
0: Yeah.
1: I I don't think they're very links. It's just, it's been very loose rumours. This must be like the fifth, possibly even sixth time this has come around that he's been linked to us. So, again, it's... Probably no point unless we get something with a bit more substance because we've talked about him yeah. a lot. So, and the super,
2: super sticker from Moxie. There's, I missed one of the week and there's one just gone up now. That
1: oh has it?
0: Miss. Moxie. Yeah. Oh yes, I've just seen it. Thank you very much, Moxie. Really appreciate it, matey. Thank you so
1: much. Yeah, but it was just the uh, sequence because as I put even Tony up, you were like, and that's and we're done. <laughs> He doesn't, I don't think there's any chance of him coming to Newcastle.
0: I really, I genuinely don't. I don't see any rhyme or reason why we have to talk about Ivan Tony. He <laughs> kissed the Brentford badge in front of the Gallagher. That's enough for me. Um, it, it, it put Danielle off as well. We know that, and it put a lot of Newcastle fans off And when he did that. So, screw him, is what I say. Um, but like I said, thank you very much for tuning in tonight, everybody, and taking part in the show again in the comments. Uh, thank you to Alex and Billy, and thank you to the mods, uh, for keeping the chat nice and uh, nice and smooth again. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow night on the tune review at 8 30 pm with, of course, the fan forum. So get yourself on, uh, get yourself, uh, well, have your say on Newcastle United. Uh, what do you think of the uh, the friendly games? Have you been impressed? Uh, where do we need to go? Uh, what's your thoughts on the, uh, the transfer window and the up-and-coming season uh, it's your platform so come and tell us what you think uh, but we'll be back 30 tomorrow uh, if there's any news of course I'll do another video during the day as well um, but stay safe in the really hot sunshine tomorrow I'm now going to sweat my arse off and not sleep a wink tonight um, and I don't suppose a lot of people around the UK will be but try and stay cool and we'll see you tomorrow night at 8.30 take care everyone how are the lads? <laughs>